Welcome, everybody, to episode six of the Bento Box Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Nicholas Takanakis, and joining me, as always, is Jordan. Jordan, say hello. Hola. Hola. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Uh, just another another week. You know, another week, another another dollar. Yeah. You no, know, the that. the rich get to say another day, another dollar. I, I got Ooh. another week, another dollar. <laughs> well, I, I like to say usually when I'm uh, I'm at work and I see like a dime on the ground, I'm like, oh, that got my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll pick it up and put it in my pocket. There, there's uh, there's one TikTok that I've seen uh, recently that that really hit me on a spiritual level. It was a oh, guy. Yeah? Every single day, he uh, he like records and duets his own TikTok, and it's uh-huh. him singing, uh, "Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time." Oh, I'm a I'm a big big advocate <laughs> of pooping on company time, and uh, I will go out of my way to save my morning one until I get to work and clock in. You're then getting paid to poop. Yes, uh, <laughs> actually, you know what's funny? Before everything, this is a very sidebar conversation. But before everything started this year, I was planning on timing every time I went when I was on the clock. That way I could figure out mathematically how much money I made this past year uh, oh using the, ba- the bathroom. Oh, we, we should. I, I might start doing that, too. I mean, I could just do it honestly from paycheck to paycheck, too, and just be like, oh, let's see how much money I made. <laughs> made $5 um, this week. I mean, yeah, I made $5 this week. Go pooping. So. <laughs> but, uh, you know, good. I would, for a full week, you could probably that's probably quite a bit of money after a full week. You know, that's at least like I mean, twenty. Yeah, 20 all bucks. I gotta do is divide the time by you know my hourly rate and figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, we got some got some stuff to talk about today. Some interesting stuff. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit more about the PS5 because there were some patents that uh, leaked out and that hinted at some actually pretty cool features. One of them, honestly, is a, is a feature that. Uh, I expected them to kind of adapt. Um, we are going to also be talking about uh, Facebook forcing uh, integration into the Oculus platform, which I'm not too happy about. Icky. Yeah. And then uh, we also have this ongoing legal battle between Epic Games uh, and Apple and how that's kind of reverberating, how that could reverberate, I guess, throughout the the entire... Uh, I guess the entire game kind of uh, atmosphere. Yeah, works, absolutely. Really. Um, but first, let's talk about the uh, the PS5 stuff. Jordan, you want to introduce the people to this topic? Yes. So two patents were recently registered with the uh, the U.S. Patent Office, and one of which was for the PS5 cooling system, and the mm. other was actually I'll start with the cooling system first. Uh, the the quote from the patent is. Uh, The present invention provides a structure in which metal fluidity is utilized as a heat conductive material. In this structure, a heat conductive material is prevented from invading an unintended region, even when a positional change of a semiconductor device occurs or vibration occurs. This electronic apparatus has a heat conductive material formed between a heat radiator and a semiconductor tip, a heat conductive material that has fluidity, at least when the semiconductor chip is in operation. The heat conductive material has electroconductivity. A seal member surrounds the heat conductive material. An insulation sector section covers a capacitor. And then it has a little drawing of the, of the patent. And basically, just to kind of make sense of it, 
is that it's a really, really fancy metal piece that is absorbing the heat and then uh, using fluidity, or in this sense, like, uh, like it's really small, so it's able to move. It doesn't mean fluid as in liquid. Uh, It means fluidity as in just the ability to, like, move and dispense that heat. Uh, Which, it's it's really fascinating. Like, it's kind of, like, my takeaway from this was, like, this is crazy. It's a little bit over my head, like about how this works. Like so it's, it's one of those I, things where it's like, damn, computers are really cool. I can actually break this down. Uh, so do. There's a lot of fancy terminology that they use in this uh, patent, as patents do, because I, patents need to be very specific and to the T yeah. as to um, prevent copyright infringement and protect companies from copyright infringement. So when they talk about like a semiconductor chip, they're, they're talking about the processor. Right. Yes, sir. And what it sounds like they're talking about is a is is a vapor chamber. Uh, now this was a a word that was I guess most gamers were were first exposed to when the Series X was released. Um, they talked about oh the Series X vapes. Um, <laughs> but it's actually really cool technology. And actually, there's a there's a guy I watch on YouTube who I'm a, I'm a big fan of him. Um, his name's Jerry Rig Everything. Uh, so I'll, I'll plug I'll plug that channel real quick. Dude's a, a huge huge YouTuber. So he actually doesn't even need my plug. I guarantee you. The <laughs> to us probably already know who he is um but he does uh cell phone durability tests and teardowns and uh recently uh he did one on the asus uh, asus rog 3 phone and uh you get into the nitty-gritty of the phone and basically inside the phone and it's kind of the same thing that they're doing here a vapor chamber is like a little what it looks like is a little uh copper like packet like a very thin copper packet that has uh, liquid inside of it, like cooling liquid. Uh-huh. That as it gets hotter, it it gets like it starts boiling, and then that vapor kind of moves the heat and dissipates the heat towards the piping, uh, towards either the the heat sink or towards the piping that goes maybe to like the exhaust of the console. Um, so basically, the reason I bring up Jerry Rig is because when they when he takes apart this phone, you can kind of see what this what this thing looks like and kind of how what, what you know the technology that they're using. Because it's actually, I mean, it's, it's not too new a technology. Um, you can see the explanation of what they're talking about with the PS5 actually better in the Series X, uh, funny enough. So I don't know if you've seen a, a teardown of the Series X, but if you notice, there's a huge pa- like a metal panel that rides the middle of the console. Mm-hmm. It's a huge aluminum uh, kind of like uh, structure that all of the motherboards and everything and the daughter boards attach to. Um, and this and aluminum is traditionally what is used for for heat sinks and whatnot. So the way this what this is doing is the aluminum is transferring the heat from the processor to the heat sink, and then it goes up throughout the fans of the console, which is towards the top. Uh-huh. Uh, so this is basically the same thing. Is is basically there's there's going to be some sort of metal chassis inside the 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 PS5 that supports some sort of structural support for the PS5. And this vapor chamber is going to be that connection between uh, the processor and this this massive console-sized heatsink. Because in a traditional computer, you tear one apart um, that uses some sort of passive cooling or actual active cooling system. It's you know an aluminum heatsink that's thermal pasted onto the processor, and then there's a fan that is clipped onto the side of the the, the heatsink and pushes the the heat out as it dissipates through the fins. Or more recently, you now have liquid cooling for for systems as well. Liquid cooling would be too, I feel like, too taxing 
to try and fit inside of these consoles because they still do aesthetically look nice. Yeah. Because that's kind of like a requirement for people who buy these things. They don't they don't want like a huge like you know giant computer box. I mean like the radiator that I have for my computer alone pretty sizable and probably wouldn't mesh well with their their design profile. So they basically they're making a vapor chamber that utilizes both a structural piece of the console as well as this vapor vapor chamber technology to to better dissipate heat and instead of having it just kind of like escape out into the console and then get blown out by fans they're trying to get it to not only be redirected but move faster out of the console which is great because uh as you probably have experienced the ps4 and subsequently the ps4 pro uh both sound like jet engines they really really do so there's there's obviously been a lot of thought put into the the cooling for this system which is great because i mean using the the graphics chips and whatnot that they're using you know it's going to create some heat so they they've probably had to go above and beyond really to make sure that this thing's going to stay nice and cool no yeah it's it's they it's something that they have to to do right and i remember that was always like a big concern with the like the initial PS5 leaks like way 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 back like with the dev kits yeah. and stuff where it was like it's like the dev kits were even having like melt issues mm-hmm. and overheating issues so like I, I I have to imagine that they know how badly they need to get this right. Oh yeah, for sure. So they're they're definitely crank. I mean, you could see from the PS5 dev kit itself like there was this whole like wind turbine setup like yeah. <laughs> around the top of the console to to better dissipate heat. So it's definitely something that's been on their mind uh for the the beginning of development. Yeah. Uh um, but then the second uh PlayStation patent that was registered which is this one's a lot simpler and much more exciting. It's basically a little uh, adapter that you can put on, you can snap onto the controller and it will wirelessly charge your controller. Yes. Uh, the, the, the patent states a wireless charging adapter that can snap onto a computer game controller can be inductively coupled to a charging base to wire, wirelessly recharge a battery in the controller. The adapter can also include keys that mirror keys on the controller so that a gamer can remove the adapter with a controller from the charging base. Keep the adapter on the controller and use both controller keys and adapter keys to control a computer game. So uh, it basically is just like it can charge your controller wirelessly. So let me let me see. So, uh, that can step on the computer game. Be completely and this adapter also includes keys that mirror keys on the controller. So you know what's funny about this? I'm looking at this and I'm like, Man, I wish they just plugged in, like, put a uh, a wireless charger in the controller to begin with. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I'm sure your phone has wireless charging. Mine has wireless charging. Those mm-hmm. those pads aren't too too big. No, uh, they're not. But what makes me interested about this is that they they specifically mentioned that this adapter includes keys that mirror keys on the controller. Um, I don't know if you remember. Uh, probably you forgot about it because it was such a unnecessary. Uh, peripheral at least for me that came out i've been uh, actually waiting to get this i've it's been like on my bur- back burner for a while yeah so that that like um what the fuck is it called it plugs it's into the, the DualShock buttons. 4. yeah and you can remap buttons mm-hmm. or to the device now what this seems like they're talking about in this patent is a gen 2 version of that basically that has a conductive charging wireless charging pad in it yeah that's it's pretty cool 
Yeah, you can see in one of the diagrams, it has a little X button and then a circle mm -hmm. button, uh, which is in pretty similar placement to at least how, unless it's paddles again, because the big thing with that one was that it was two like horizontal paddles. This one, it looks like, it, and granted, this is just like a rough drawing. It could either yeah. be two buttons or two vertical paddles, which still might also work. You know, I'm not yeah. like I've never held a scuff controller, so I can't be, you know, I can't swear by them and mm -hmm. like be like, these are the best things ever. But, you know, there's a reason that I have to imagine that people pay like one hundred and twenty dollars for a scuff controller. <laughs> yeah. Um, what upsets me about this, though, I really wish and maybe this is something they can include on the, on the next PlayStation. It would be really cool if instead of having all these adapters and stuff that plug in your controller, if they just had the, the wireless charging coil in the controller to begin with, and then having the wireless charging pad on the top of the console, and then you just rest your controller on the top of the console and it just wirelessly charges for oh, however it's wirelessly charged. This isn't like a thing that you snap on to then enable it for wireless charging. It's a battery that you like snap onto it. And then oh. it charges while you're like playing. I don't like that even more. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I think I it's a, you know it's a nice thing. Like I don't. I don't think it's gonna be the bee's knees. I think if anything, it's gonna be more like the fact that it's a two in one that it has the buttons with it. I don't think either thing on its own would release uh, warrant a purchase. But like the combination of the two for like a twenty five dollar price point, you know, that's not bad. Because, yeah. like, you know, you just snap it on and then, like, your controller's charging. Like, if you're in the middle of a game and your controller's dying, you know, you don't want to... If you hate cables or whatever, you can just snap it on and it's just that easy. Which is nice. True, I mean, I, I normally keep... I, I have a, the PS4 DualShock controller uh, charger. And I normally have, you know, one always charging and then the other one I'm, I'm playing with. So... um yeah, this has not been an issue too much for me because like I have I have four I have four controllers just in the room right now. Each of yeah. like three of them are charged. I have three charging then the one that I play with. They're each different colors. And then I have like a few black ones laying around the house. Uh actually I gave one to to Nick Bashevsky. Uh so <laughs> I'm down one. But still I have a whole bunch of controllers, so like it's always been just swap one out. Yeah. But I could see I mean in in situations where like so someone might not have that. Maybe you're playing like two, like the console probably come with one or two controllers. And if you're playing a two player game and it craps out or whatever, you know, it's just a nice yeah. little option. Well, to that too, and, I, and I guess too, like maybe if like this adapt, cause I think the, the, the one that's on the, the dual shock now, I think that thing is like what? 20, 30 bucks. So, I mean, if this mm -hmm. is that same price point, then, you know, cuts you know half the price of a controller of a newer controller. Cause I think they're, they're supposed to be around 70 bucks. So, you know, if you just have this battery pack that you can plug in, it charges your controller, you can pop it off and charge it. And wireless charging stuff, if they do it right, it can be like a 30-watt charger and charges the thing in like five seconds. So, wow. like, they can definitely do, you know, good by it. I don't know. I'll have to see more about it when it officially gets announced, if it ever gets announced, too. Because that's the other thing you got to remember, too. Yes. Um, with stuff that goes through patents, you know, it might never even get through the patent stage. Yeah, there's been so many. There was there was a patent so long ago. Feels like it was like maybe like February or maybe even before then in the fall where there was a PlayStation patent for basically a Nintendo Switch, but like PlayStation. Yeah. Where and everyone was like, "Oh, the PS Vita's coming back." 
It's like, like you know, no. we, we never know what's going to happen with these. But they're both realistic enough to where, like, they're they're worth talking about, I think. Yeah. You know, the, the PlayStation agree. Vita 2, that, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I think they're, they might be tapping out on mobile I think, gaming. Uh, yeah, they'll probably, they'll probably stick more to trying to get, you know, stuff to work on your phone, a la xCloud or whatever they, they decide to move, because that just seems like the better thing to do. Yeah, they do have the, the, the remote play. It does work on Sony phones. I think they're trying to improve it. Works it works on my phone. Oh, it does? All yeah, right. I, have a, I have a Google Pixel and it works on my phone. Oh, then it must be all Android. I don't yeah. know if it's made it to iOS yet. Probably not. I know. I think it does because Nick Nick's done it a few times. Oh, alrighty then. You know, I think, that's something I, think I gotta do then. Um. So yeah. Uh, more exciting stuff coming from from PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I don't know. And ev- there have even been VR patents that we still have yet to see much about. Mm-hmm. But talking about VR, let's switch over to this Oculus little disappoint. I think it's a big disappointment. It's a disappointment for me. Did you did you uh, hear about this when this came out this week? Yes, I did. So uh, I don't know when it happened, but uh, at some point, Oculus was acquired by by Facebook and Zuckerberg. That was a while ago. Like, yeah. I th- it feels like maybe two years, maybe even more. Yeah. And uh, there's been things coming out, you know, through the pipeline that kind of Facebook has meddled a little bit too much in Oculus's operations. Wait, I just want to uh, say real quick, I'm sorry to cut you off. It's been six years since they bought Oculus. Oh, wow. I saw that. I saw 2014 and I just went Puh! like I just had a, like a aspiration. Weird. It feels like God, six years. That's crazy. Anyway. That's weird that they're just doing this now then. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. well, you continue on. Uh, you were saying that people are worried that Facebook is meddling in with Oculus operations. Yeah, so like there was plans for a Rift 2 that so far haven't come to fruition. All we got was like a Rift S and the, and the Quest and all that stuff, which are good good headsets, honestly. Like I, if I didn't already have an Oculus Rift, I would have gotten a Rift S just because it's it's that much better, but not good enough for me to shell out another you know six seven hundred dollars for a VR headset. So like I'm just I'll just rock out with mine because it works and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but they it came out this week that um. Oculus wants to, or Facebook wants to merge Oculus more together. So now your Oculus friends list is just going to be your Facebook friends list, and your name on Oculus is just going to be your Facebook name, and you're are going to be required to have a Facebook account to use an Oculus Rift or an Oculus device just in general. Um, and not many people want that. I don't personally want that. I, I don't see the need why we need to have my Facebooks like social media stuff should be, you know, an optional thing. Like I don't see like no literally nobody on my Facebook has a has a headset. And if they did, I probably would have known about it. <laughs> but like even then, I just I don't I don't want it. Yeah, and uh, and also a big uh element to this is that it's a it's a pretty big betrayal because Oculus has very specifically said in years past like we are not going to do exactly this. Yes. And now they're doing uh, it. <laughs> which is fine because this might be enough of a nudge of me to now that mind you, this is not happening for another two years. Yes. But this might be enough of a nudge for me to explore other uh VR platforms. Um, specifically there's, there's two that I'm, I'm eyeing up right now. 
Um, one is the HP Reverb G2. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm eyeing that one up is due to the fact that they HP worked hand-in-hand with uh, Valve. And the Reverb G2 actually shares a lot of cool tech with Valve's Index. Wow. Which is also the other headset that I'm considering, the, the Valve Index. Uh, the index is a little bit pricier. I think it's like a thousand dollars for the index. Oh my god! Yeah, and the G G two Reverb is like six hundred dollars, which is a little bit more reasonable. Um, I'm assuming they're both like all in ones, like the Oculus Quest. No, they're these are ones that you plug into the computer. They just have better technology. So like built-in sensors in the headsets of uh, having standalone okay. sensors, which is what my Rift currently uses. Um, better motion tracking and actually just a better screen altogether inside the actual headset. Um, something that people complain about with my headset is what's been come to known as the screen door effect, mm-hmm. where it looks like you're you're looking through a screen door at the image that's displayed on the actual headset screen. Gotcha. I honestly don't realize it that much, and even then, like. You know, most of the games I play are not very immersive graphically. Mm-hmm. You know, I never think I'm in real life when I'm playing VR chat. So, <laughs> like, you know, it's it's no huge deal. And like I said, my Rift still works fine. Um, so if I get a new headset, it's more so because I wanted, not because I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was also considering, too, um, making my Rift a communal VR headset, which seems kind of stupid right now in the times that we're in. Yeah, but uh, you know that Rift would be the communal VR headset for my friends come over, and then my personal VR headset would be like the Index, you know, the the mm-hmm. super expensive, super high end one that only I use. The fancy that way, and and not because I want to take the experience, because like if if you came over, you're like, hey Nick, I want to try your Index out. I would let you, but like yeah, if there's like a bunch of people over, you know, if me and like a bunch of people want to come over and play, you know, Beat Saber. I'm not I'm not passing around an index. I'm going to pass around the other headset that I don't really care. I don't I don't care as much yeah. if it gets a little fuck, you know, a little fucked up. Um but yeah, no, this this kind of this is annoying people cuz like I said, you know, um they're they're just they're annoyed by it. and actually uh, I actually made a small mistake here. Hold on. Cuz the the link that I the link that I posted was from an article from 4 years ago. <laughs> uh, so I think there's but- more uh, I just I just wish that Facebook would realize that Facebook gaming is like what Google Plus was for Google. It's oh, ne- it's yeah. never gonna take off. No one like, you know. I understand that Facebook gaming is like really great for you know far like games like Farmville, yeah. and like you know I'm trying to even remember like there's still those kinds of games on Facebook like Mafia City. Or uh, there was that there was a Pawn Stars one I remember. Um, yeah, like you know those kind of Facebook games. That's great for that, but you're never gonna get you're never gonna replace Steam. Like uh, or you know Discord has even started to nudge its way into that where you're able to see what people are playing and stuff. Like Facebook, I don't think is ever going to make inroads for that, and a large part is because of Facebook's like user base. It's all mm-hmm. like older people like. Like your gen, like your half of our generation is like the last wave of people. The only reason I have is because I'm like close with y'all still. 
if like I didn't see like if you uh, Hassan Josh and all them weren't posted on Facebook, I would have deactivated my account already. Yeah. Like just no sure. no one that I've gone to school with, no one that, you know, I'm like so many people my age just like don't have it anymore. And that's like very normal. Facebook oh is goodness. also gross. Like um. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, continue. Uh just they're gross as in business practices and all this other stuff. So like people just don't want to give them business anyway. <laughs> um so I'm actually I'm looking up uh Palmer Lucky's Twitter account because Palmer Lucky is the the creator of uh the Oculus like the company. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just reading because they were saying that even he was taken off guard by the announcement, and I went to his Twitter just to see if he was saying anything. And I uh, found a tweet that he put back in July of him not only watching the anime ReZero Season 2, but also posting a picture of a pretty sizable shrine to a single character from that show. And it just it just kind of makes me laugh because I wasn't expecting <laughs> the The guy that made your headset is a weeb. I mean that's fine because so am I, but yeah. like it's like that, that, it's hilarious. Like that's that's very like uh, that that makes you feel seen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, you know, we're just the 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 fans of the, of the Rift platform. Like I said, are just pissed off because they were promised long ago that this was not going to happen, and now Facebook is like, well, times are changing. Yeah. So it, it really sucks, and I think this is only going to hurt Oculus. Because like oh for sure. You know, Oculus was an innovator for like a long, long time, but I think now there's like people are starting to catch up to them. Like, they, oh, yeah. they were the first one, at least I think they were the first ones to have like cameraless VR, which was like, that's game changing. Like, I got to use one in a video game class and it completely changed. Like, mm -hmm. it ruined PSVR for me. Yeah, 100%. Like it's, because it's, like you you use something that's just far 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 better. It's so it beyond like it's light years not having to worry about a camera. Just yeah. light years. And like now like both of those headsets that you just mentioned, the Valve Index and the HP what was it? The HP Oh, the uh, Reverb G2. Reverb G2. Both of those have that same exact feature. So I think now it's going to get to like who does, the, you know, it's still obviously a very innovative platform, medium, whatever you want to call it. So it's going to be very technical, like whoever has the best screen is going to be next. But at a certain well, yeah, point, it's going to be like about the best platform. screen and, and best headset, really, because like having like surround sound headset and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. like that's going to get a majority of those people because not not the the average consumer isn't getting a VR headset. But so like at a certain point, it will be about the platform and Facebook's platform is just so freaking bad. Facebook gaming, yeah. I should say. Facebook gaming is a garbage platform. Where oh, Steam 100%. has Steam has Steam or Valve has Steam. Like there will not be a better platform than Steam. There just won't. Yeah, no, Steam is just the, the the definitive, and like, I don't know. I would I would much rather use a product from Valve than I would yeah. really anything else <laughs> at this point. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 unfortunate. But like I said, now it it kind of forces my hand to look another direction. So maybe it's not a, a completely bad thing because now it's oh, no. it's getting me away. Because I, I mean, I I'll be honest, I, I don't want a Facebook uh, anymore either for for multiple reasons. I know you've you've seen uh, some of the uh, 
the long-winded discussions that people have been getting into uh, with me on Facebook. And uh... I, I had one recently, and it was literally like to a T. Grace and I were laughing because of how like similar it was in their language. Like literally, I a twenty-two. Uh, God, how old am I? I'm twenty-two. I, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I'm 22 years old. I literally got kicked out of out of housing at, uh, at living at college. I got kicked out of out of that. And this guy, this 30 year old guy on Facebook who didn't even go to college, mind you, he's like, "Oh yeah, living with your mama at home." Duh, 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 duh. Oh like, yeah, no, that's like that's that's all you got against me. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man, I'm saving money. How terrible. Yeah, but, like you know, firstly, it's just a like a wholly just negative experience so like i was debating on getting rid of it now for the longest time but i need it for certain things so it's i if, if i can figure out how to have the the one thing without the other then uh, <laughs> i think it would be good yeah but, it uh, would but yeah so that's that um would you like to to move on to our, our next topic because i feel like it's a pretty lengthy lengthy topic it is billionaire um, versus billionaire one that i've been uh closely following um so this we're, we're, we're going into talking about the whole apple versus epic lawsuit with uh with the issue with fortnite um so i mean are, are you well versed in this in this situation at all yes i am so just going off of you know before we, we get into this just yeah, let's I'd like to recap the for the for the viewers or for the listeners well, yeah i want to do that but like i said before we, we do that i just want to get like i want to know are you on anyone's particular side or is it just kind of like they're both being shitty? Like how? Like just going into before I recap, but like how? How do you currently stand so, with this whole situation? As of right now, I feel like I'm just sitting in the front row with the popcorn, just enjoying it. Like you know the the one meme of oh, oh, uh, Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, that's one. Uh, but there's also yeah. another one from WWE. Uh, I think it's Xavier Woods. He's like throwing popcorn in his mouth. Yeah. Like, like that's an that's the one I probably feel the most like with because like this is kind of like this is fun like you know I'm feeling energetic yeah. watching this. So this is gonna be a very quick and very not detailed recap. So forgive me because there's there's been a lot that's been coming out. Yeah. So I'm going to miss things and not on purpose. And we may circle uh, back and tackle them later. Yeah. Because uh, this is not ending anytime soon. So basically, um, Apple and Epic are currently involved in a lawsuit. Um. Epic uh, circumvented Apple's platform to sell V-Bucks directly to consumers. Now, the reason they did this is due to the fact that Apple takes a 30% cut of any in-app purchases from any app that has in-app pur purchases enabled. And Valve, or not Valve, Epic is claiming that they have a, a monopoly on this system because... The only way you can buy things on iOS is through <laughs> Apple Pay, I guess it is, or whatever, like Apple. It's, just you through can only the buy Apple things. Store. That's all. Yeah. It's just You can only buy things through Apple Store, but like you can't use like PayPal to pay for stuff. You can't use anything other than Apple's own payment services to to pay for, for these things. Um, and what's, what's weird about it is if you go into it further, like across all platforms, pretty much you have some sort of percentage going to the platform holder of of sales. So I think it's it's universally like 30%. I think Microsoft and Sony both take 30% of uh 
digital sales purchases. As does Google. Uh, as does Google, which the which Fortnite was also removed from the Google Play Store as well. Um, so the, yeah, their complaint is is basically that. Uh, let me see here. The legal complaint filed in U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California seeks to establish Apple's App Store as a monopoly and the civil suit seeking justice relief to allow fair competition in the mobile app distribution. Epic effectively provoked Apple's removal of Fortnite earlier today when it implemented its own payment processing system into the iOS version of the Battle Royale hit, an apparent Apple violation of Apple's App Store store guidelines. Now, this is a small quote from, from The Verge. Um... And it goes on to say that Epic brings this suit to end Apple's unfair and anti-competitive actions that Apple undertakes to unlawfully maintain its monopoly in two distinct multi-billion dollar markets. One, the iOS app store, and two, the iOS in-app payment processing market, each as defined below the, comp- the, the complaint reads. So that's basically their, their issue is that th- when you go to buy something on a, uh, an iOS device, right, the only way you can buy and pay for it is through an, uh, Apple's own organic system. Um, which is, it's kind of weird when you think about it too, right? Because like the only way you can really buy things, you know, digitally for like PlayStation or Microsoft more or less is through their own stores with the caveat that I can go to like, say GameStop, right. And buy a digital code or go to like the various websites that have digital codes for these things. Amazon, Um, wherever. Yeah. And pay for them, you know, via just my my PayPal, my credit card, whatever. Um, so there's like a bit of like a gray area I feel with that. So yeah, their their main complaint is that the only way people can buy stuff for their app is through Apple's own payment processing system. Um, which also I didn't know this because um, one it was this question was brought up by another friend of mine. Apparently, let's say because I think all the all your Fortnite accounts are connected, right? They, yes, they, they, they flipped are. that switch about a year or so ago. I want to say, if you buy like V Bucks on your PlayStation, it doesn't transfer over to your account on uh, the iPhone. Is that true? Yes. So if you buy V Bucks, wow. right, that money doesn't transfer over to anything on an iOS device. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same via different platforms. So like, I don't know if I buy V Bucks on my PC and it doesn't carry over to console uh, or vice versa, or whatever that might be. But from what I understand, because I don't play Fortnite, I don't like Fortnite. Um, but from what I understand is that if you buy anything V bucks wise, it doesn't carry over. Now, if you buy, you know, if you use the V bucks to then buy cosmetics that carries over. So, but, uh, real quick, the, the difference is Nintendo switch and PS4 are only available on the platform that they are purchased on. So everything else is kind of cross, uh, it, it will transfer. But yeah. if you buy it on PS4 or Switch, they will not transfer to and from. Yeah, which is again kind of weird because you figure you know to buy the V Bucks you over, you've already paid the money for the V Bucks, so they've made their money. You're just kind of buying the the in-game items now. Um, but it, it's it's a it's a really weird situation, right? Because I on one hand I agree that is Apple a little too controlling of their platform yes i think they uh-huh. are um so much so that it came out this this week that there was an issue where like wordpress uh was being forced to enable in-app purchases uh to update uh the like you couldn't they couldn't apply for more updates unless they added in-app purchases to the app 
so that you could sign up for the WordPress service via the like the iOS store, and then they could thus make their 30%, which um, brings up, reminds me of another point that I completely forgot about, is Epic is, one of the things that they're pissed off about is like, there's other services that aren't privy to this 30%, but even then I can kind of see where it's not the same. So like Netflix, for, for instance, um, you don't have to pay through it through the iOS store to use that that service. Um, mm-hmm. Spotify, same thing. Like they don't take the 30%. I think they take like a 15%. Um, and the only difference I can really see there is Netflix and Spotify are more of a subscription-based model. And they're they're providing access to a library of things. Yeah. Whereas I feel like with Fortnite, you're exchanging money for actual like digital goods that you own. Yeah, not not exchanging money for temporary use of an item that you don't own. So there's there's a difference there, but at the same time, you know, Fortnite is is the most profitable free to play game currently available. The most uh, profitable game, just in general. Yes, beyond free to play. Yeah. I I think I liked so actually my, my man Reggie <laughs> Reggie Fieldy tweeted out something the day all like a lot of this was happening. He did, yeah. Um and it was a breakdown of the money that uh that like all the top uh battle royale games basically make. If I can scroll down and find I'm like oh here it is. So via Statista the top five free-to-play digital games by worldwide revenue in 2019. Uh, number five is Candy Crush Saga, making 1.5 billion dollars of revenue. Insane. League of yeah, League of Legends, 1.5 billion. Uh, Arena of Valor slash Honor of Kings, 1.6 billion. Which, by the way, real quick, Honor of Kings and League of Legends both owned by Tencent, so that's 3.1 billion dollars in just digital revenue to Tencent. Uh, Dungeon Fighter Online by Nexon made 1.6, and then Epic with Fortnite, 1.8 billion dollars of straight revenue. Which Tencent also owns a piece of that. Yes. So it's also like they're a little money hungry. I feel, and they're trying to pass it off as they're they're wanting to help smaller developers. I guess. Yeah. But in all actuality, I feel like they stoked a fire and have caused a a storm that they weren't maybe initially wanting to cause because now Apple is not only kicking they, they only kick Fortnite off of the App Store, but they are pulling Epic uh Unreal Engine developer tools altogether for the iOS platform, which is a hundred percent gonna hurt people because that's a widely used development tool for for game developers for for multiple reasons. So yeah, no, it's just kind of there's there's a lot there's a large ripple effect to, you know, Epic and Fortnite. It, it doesn't just concern these two companies. It, it's concerning yeah. multiple companies and it's concerning multiple developers now because now if you're a developer who uses those tools to support your your app on the store, you're now kind of boned. It it's beyond reckless of Epic to to be doing all this. Like it, it's been so reckless. Yeah, hundred percent. Like there, um, there is no way, there is no legal standard that I could imagine in which they will be deemed like winners of this. 
like I can't, I, don't know. I can't imagine because the like the whole argument that Apple needs to make is that it's our platform and we can do with what we want with it. And yeah. like that, like I, I can't see any argument to that. Like, you know, it's not and it's not like they're doing anything that's like immoral or Ill, like illegal per se, because it's normal processing. Like, you know, they're processing charges whether they want to support PayPal or not, that's their option. Yeah. Just like it's the bodega's option to not accept credit cards if that's what they want to do. Yeah, yeah, it's like. But but that's the thing though is is like you have other options, right? So yeah, yeah, I don't know it because it's just it's weird because the thing is if they if the court you know delivers a judgment in favor of of Epic, I feel like this could have you know ramifications oh throughout God. different platforms because now you know. They might say it's okay for Epic to put an Epic Games launcher on PlayStation, you know, PlayStation platforms and Xbox platforms and what have you, to circumvent yeah. their own, like the console's own platform. Yeah, because it's it it's super important to mention that like PlayStation and Xbox right now and Nintendo as well, they're kind of just sitting on the sidelines, not seeing it, like well, not feeling any of this. Like Epic is truly just going at Apple. What's actually surprising about that is uh, Microsoft today issued a statement in support of Epic Games really? to remain on Apple e ecosystem. So today we follow a statement in support of Epic's request to keep access to the Apple SDK for its Unreal Engine, ensuring that Epic has access to the latest Apple technology. It's the right thing for game developers and gamers. So it's more so them saying they they still want support with Apple for the Unreal Engine yeah. um, instead of like... Yeah, the, giving support of the the money situation. Yeah, the the pulling of Unreal Engine as a whole, that's like that's a dirty move. Yeah. Like, you know, that's you know, I I'm not going to say it's wrong like it, there's that it should be illegal because like, you know, Epic poked the bear. You know, they oh, should yeah, Epic, they should have realized that that is something that they could do. I don't think yeah. this is something that Epic has thought out well at all. And they're weaponizing this massive audience, which is, it's a little funny, I'll be honest. Like, the Fortnite skin that's poking fun at Apple, it's funny, you know, from the sidelines. But it's just, it's its weird and it's scary a little bit. It's just, it's just a very odd situation because it's, it's two, you know, well, one billion dollar company oh, th versus yes. a two trillion dollar company. Yeah, like I will not feel bad for Epic Games or for, I won't feel bad for Fortnite specifically or for like Apple, no matter what happens, because like, hmm, do I, who do I want to win? The trillionaire or the billionaire? I don't care. They have enough yeah. money. And that's my thing is like, you're starting this argument over a 30% processing fee i i guess somebody somewhere realized that they're they're losing a you know an amount of money to this processing fee they don't want to lose anymore mm -hmm. but like it's 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 almost now getting to the point of like just being greedy yeah like you're just being greedy they're gonna spend so much money just on this lawsuit yeah it, and it's gonna it, be a gigantic <sighs> waste of time i agree and at the end of the day it's like like you're still making your money now you're not making any money because the game's not on the store yeah now they're hurting their pockets and uh and i also want to bring up uh the reason google has been pretty much completely absent from all this aside from pulling it from their store is that android allows 
multi like other third party app stores. Yeah. So that is why there's no lawsuit with Google. And that's what they are basically asking of Apple. Yeah. So I just want to make that clear for just in case anyone was wondering, like, why it's just Apple. Like, that's really why. I also think it'd be a much harder claim to make of like, oh, the PlayStation so it should allow multiple stores on it. Like, it's a, I feel like that's just a little bit tougher than like a smartphone. Yeah. Um, and the other thing with that, too, is like, you got to remember that these these ecosystems that are you know exclusive to like ios and all that stuff like they put these these apps and stuff through like testing Mm -hmm. to make sure that you know they'll work on the platform oh yeah apple is especially it just didn't work yeah apple is especially uh tough with that yeah so like you know there, there are some safeguards at least in my mind for the consumer with these platforms so like I don't know. It's it's definitely it's been an, an interesting situation, and like I said, it's been going on for the past couple of weeks now. Um, whether what's going to happen with it, it remains to be seen. But honestly, at this point, I think I'm I'm more so in your camp of I'm just watching these two billionaires throw money at each <laughs> other, just to you know, in their fight. Yeah, and just for, you know, we'll laugh about it, and. You know, yeah, because we'll at the end of the day, if goes. Apple loses a shit ton of money, hilarious. If Epic <laughs> loses a shit ton of money, fucking ex- that's, that's comedy. Oh, so. another actually, I just realized another reason that uh, PlayStation probably hasn't weighed in on this at all, and especially in the lawsuit, is that PlayStation actually owns a stake of Epic Games. Yeah, so they're actually, you know, they're, they're like in this. Involved in it. <laughs> But I guess they're just letting Epic, you know, pick the battle. and. Uh, yeah, I guess they're just like, please stop so we can go back to making money. Yeah. But uh, it, it's going to be an interesting time to see it, see this all play out. Especially, it's going to be a while because of a lawsuit. But I think we will have a more immediate, like, consolation or compromise where... Apple will be like, oh, we're, we're still going through with this lawsuit, but un- unless they drop it, of course, um, but we'll allow you back on the platform if you if you calm down. Like, yeah, e- Epic is throwing a child's tantrum. And well, like, it's a little funny, that, but like, goddamn. That too. And honestly, like, I feel like legally um, Apple, at least in the in the in the eyes of the court is the is in the right here, because realistically, Right, wrong, or indifferent. When Epic decided to put Fortnite up on the App Store, right, they they agreed to the terms that Apple put out, and if yeah. that that was the terms, that was the terms. And if you're all of a sudden not okay with those terms, like you can't just circumvent that. So really, like that's that's breach of contract in my eyes, anyway. Yep. And absolutely, you know, that's and more of a favorability for Apple. The only argument that they could have is and this would be like this would change so many different things is that well we can't use the platform if we don't agree to the terms of service which is unfair which you know you could compare that to like you can't play call of duty or overwatch or any online game without accepting those terms of service no matter what they say say. that's i mean that's just for anybody like i can't that's everything i can't use the platform if i don't accept the terms of service laid about that platform 
Yeah, so I, I, I just can't, I can't imagine any which way. And I, I invite the the audience to 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 pick something up to where like it's a solid legal argument. I'm not just talking about morals. I'm saying like legally. Yeah, but again, that like that's my point is that Epic agreed to these terms. Yeah. So these are the terms, and if now you're all of a sudden like having buyer's remorse about the terms. Then that's not epic. say bye so bye to Apple the platform. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, like it's weird. But uh, yeah, so I'm sure this is not the last we've talked. We're going to talk about this because there'll there'll be more mm-hmm. in the coming weeks. Obviously, some sort of decision will be made eventually. Um, yeah, we'll probably spend another 10, 15 minutes on this next week. I'll, yeah. I, I'd put money on it. <laughs> probably, but uh, yeah. So that's that's that. Um, I don't know if anything else really news-wise kind of uh, jumped up this week. I do actually have one little fun talking point that I wanted to bring up. I thought about this uh, actually in the car today, and uh, you kind of brought up a similar point with the the guy that made Oculus having like that shrine to that character. Yeah. What are some of the things? Because as like I'm also, I know you're a collector. I'm kind of a game collector. What are some of your most like prized possessions that you have? If that you're comfortable like talking about. I mean, there's nothing I'm uncomfortable about talking. Well, I didn't about. know if maybe you know, like I don't, I don't know, maybe there's something that like you're worried about getting getting thieved or something. I don't know. I didn't want to put too much pressure on you. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess in terms of so like for a while there, uh, I was collecting. Uh, certain video games mm-hmm. so um you know obviously there's uh, there's the the holy grail so to speak of, of games that people look for in their collection so as far as i'm concerned my video game collection is is complete there's there's nothing else that i want wow uh, because last year i i got the last piece of my collection mm-hmm. and that was uh finally getting a physical copy of the classic hideo kojima game snatcher wow um that was literally like the last piece that i was looking for 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 anything at least as of right now like nothing else has kind of peaked on my radar but like you know mm-hmm. for as far as games go like really the only games i really wanted in my collection were like chrono trigger which i have multiple copies of i have a, a loose copy for the Su- super nintendo i have a sealed copy for the ds i have a loose copy for the ds i have a, a super famicom version uh, I have a ROM hack version that's like a, a sequel, so <laughs> to speak. Um, you know, and as, as for other stuff, like you know, uh, actually, I have the the Japanese. Is this is this Snatcher right here? I th- I think yeah, I have a Japanese version of Snatcher for PS One. Wow! Uh, so like I have that. I have regular Snatcher for the Sega uh, Sega CD. You're a Snatcher a Snatcher. CD. Yeah, I have a C- the CDX to play the thing. Um, so yeah, as far as my game collection goes, it's it's completely it's it's done. Like there there is nothing else that I can honestly say right now that I that I want mm-hmm. uh, out of that. As far as anything else I collect, um, I'm a <laughs> I'm an anime figure collector. Is there and, one anime figure that like stands out above the rest in your eyes? In my coll- in my personal collection, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean. I have them all because you know I mean like the show that the the character represents or, or whatnot. Um, 
I guess really the only figures that I'm I'm really looking to kind of get is I'm sure you've seen them is the uh, the first four figures. No, I'm not familiar. Uh, first four is a company that makes some very very good, very detailed video game figures, and they usually sell for you know six to eight hundred dollars depending. Or I've seen them for like a thousand. There was a Shovel Knight one I wanted to get years ago, but I missed out on that. Um, so I, I would love to have one of those one day. And if, you know, once I get one of those, I'd feel like I, I accomplished something with my, my figure collection. Um, but as far as the ones that I have currently, like... Some of these first four figures are, like, insane. Yeah. They are, um, like, CGI turned real life. Some of the, the, the anime figures that I really look forward to and enjoy is... Uh, I'm sure you're familiar from Craig uh, of Hatsune Miku. Yes. Um, they make a specific series of figures for her that are called the the racing figures, and it's um like I have one of her. She's like sitting on a stack of like drag slicks, and she <laughs> has like her racing uniform on. Um, I really like those because it kind of combines my 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 interest of anime with uh, my my love of like cars and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So like those, I always look forward to seeing those new ones. Um, but yeah, as far as things that I collect, like those would be my two my two biggies. What about you? Like what? What kind of things do you hold near and dear that you collect? I assume some sort of sports memorabilia, right? I actually don't have that much sports memorabilia just because it's all a little like like that's for some reason. I don't find that to be like as worth it as much because like, yeah. you know, it'd be like uh, a few hundred dollars for like a signed baseball or whatever, uh, which I will actually I've my freshman year of high school. There was a uh, hot stovers, which is a like. Uh, a New Jersey state like baseball organization like uh, they specifically do like uh like adult leagues like my dad played in like a hot stovers league uh, it was like the mm-hmm. the 50 50 and up league uh they had like a banquet and like we went to that and they had a, a silent auction and there was a Mike Trout baseball and this was like during Mike Trout's like rookie year before like he like we all knew for like everyone from New Jersey knew he was gonna like blow up uh so you know that was like a really cool thing and literally just put down like the minimum amount of dollars it was like yeah 60 dollars for a mike trout signed baseball and like i ended up winning it like no one else decided to bid on it so that's like a really cool thing to have from like three time mv either two time mvp or three time mvp mike trout uh but other than that i have a lot of figurines for uh video games like I really like the collector's editions a lot of uh, of various video games. I'll really only get them if I like the IP a lot. Like yeah. I, like I got the one I'm probably most proud of. I'm gonna have to like spin around and take a quick look. It might be either the Last of Us Two one is really really beautiful, but I think I like the God of War one just like a tiny bit more, just because I like that. It I. I think probably because God of War for PS4 left a better taste in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I would say like the Holy Grail, though, of my collection would be actually I have the 20th anniversary PS4 completely like oh, sealed, yeah. completely sealed and untouched, uh, which it, it just like it's one thing that I'll just look at and I'll be like, th- like, it just makes me happy. It makes me smile. You know, and yeah, that. That honestly is probably like that and the the 500 million edition PS4s are like my favorite versions of of the console. Yeah, I wish I could have gotten one of those too, but 
uh, I missed out on those. Uh, and then other than that, I have a bunch of, of the strategy guides. Uh, like I, I like some of the, like I collect the ones that, that are either one really useful or two, uh, what's it called? I really like the game or the franchise. Like I have a bunch of call of duty ones, but I also have horizon zero dawn. I have, I got the, the hardcover one for smash, which is like, re, it's really nice quality. Mm-hmm. Like it's funny to have a, a, a strategy guide for smash bros. And probably all the information is kind of like outdated now because of patches, oh, yeah. but it's still like really cool to have. Like it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have the ratchet and clank ones, of course, uh, my babies, uh, my babies. And then I also I also have a few uh, really nice art books. I have a Art of Super Mario Odyssey, uh, and then the the Art of Naughty Dog, which are which are both I love looking at those just because of the the art in Naughty Dog and in Nintendo games and the concept art especially is just it, I find it really pretty and I, I enjoy looking at them. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, but um. other than that, I don't think. I have much of anything else. Given okay. it another look. Oh, I will say uh, for for any Call of Duty fans, probably my favorite collector's edition ever was the the night vision goggles uh, from Modern Warfare Two. Because I actually got oh, yeah, I, I actually that. got some use out of those. Because like that summer that Modern Warfare Two came out, my house's power went out like four times. It was mm-hmm. even more than that, probably. Because I remember using them like pretty consistently. But uh, I would always be playing video games in my basement. And like, you know, I was like pretty young at the time. I was maybe like 12, like and all the lights would suddenly go out at night and I'd have no source of light. So I was like, all right, let me throw on these night vision goggles and help myself get up the stairs. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's 100 percent what I would do, too. (laughs) Yeah. Like it it was like one of those times where I was like, man, how the like the, the 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 lights went out and I was just like, fuck, I can't see a thing. And it was just like this light bulb went off where I was like, oh, maybe that'll work. And like it really did. And so I started using it pretty, pretty often whenever it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never gotten that kind of use out of a collect, like out of a video game collector's edition ever. <laughs> are there, uh, I guess just real quick, speaking of collector's editions, are there any collector's editions uh, on your radar right now that you're looking forward to getting? Uh, I'm kind of keeping tabs on the Ghost of Tsushima one. If I don't think that one's going to become available, or at least like within my price range, because you know the mask is cool, but like not worth the like you know the two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in my humble onion. But my other than onion. but other than that, like you know, it's it's gonna be like ratchet and clank if they ever do another collector's edition for that like you know i'll i'll i'm gonna get five of them (laughs) oh well yeah of course (laughs) i i fully expected that uh and i I, that's actually one thing one of my dream things to get and this is like you know uh like if i ever if i ever become a millionaire is that in japan do you remember ratchet and clank all for one yeah 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 they had japanese arcade sets for that and that's that's incredible yeah and it had like uh custom ps3 controllers for it they're their own like specific shade of purple green uh silver and orange i think i forget what color clanks was i think it was silver Mm -hmm. um but that's like something that those are like thousands of dollars so like you know that's if i ever you know just have money to throw away of course of course yeah yeah (laughs) uh 
yeah, I think I, I don't think there's any on my, my radar really right now. Yeah, I mean, um, the, there's not that many games, especially like you know, not as much as usual that like we have to look forward to, and I, that's because COVID and other things. But oh well, yeah, you know, all that, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, or or so, as people in Jersey will like to say, everything going on. You know, everything going on right now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, as far as everything else goes, um, I don't think I, I, I have anything else to talk about. Do you have anything else you want to bring up? Uh, oh, I wanted to ask, did you, were you able to buy the Peabody skin in, uh, in Fall Guys? Or do I you want have to talk interest? about it. No? I don't, no, I wasn't able to, I didn't get enough wins. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. I, I'm, I'm it's on, fine. I think it's still in the store for at least until the end of the day on PlayStation. And I currently have seven crowns and I'm like, do I, I don't know if it's worth just getting one piece of it, one half of it. Yeah. But it's going to look a little silly. Yeah. <laughs> but well, uh, take us home, Nick. Yes, 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 yes. So thank you all for joining us this week. Hope you enjoyed our conversations, our ramblings, our musings. Um, if you liked it, please give us a review on your listening platform of choice. Um, as always, you can reach out to Bento Box Gaming on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're Bento B Gaming on uh, on Twitter and Instagram, as well as you can just look us up by uh, Bento Box Gaming on Facebook. Um, if you would like to hear more from me, because why not? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at the mechanic at t h e m e c h a n i c k. Um, you can also find me streaming over on Twitch.tv slash bb underscore pepperoni chan uh streaming a lot of season six of apex right now having a lot of fun with that um jordan talk to the people you can find me on twitter at otfjordon and on instagram at jordonmalick that's jordan malick uh mm-hmm. and yeah i i'm i'm actually thinking i wanted to i'm gonna ask you a little bit more about this off cam uh off off recording or whatever off podcast uh-huh. i think i'm thinking about getting into streaming a little bit okay well we can definitely uh we can definitely figure that out for you we definitely set that up for you yeah so you know maybe maybe stay tuned for that awesome awesome um cool well until next week uh thank you again for watching and join us next week where we hunt down the collector's edition of my dad see y'all <laughs>